What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rose, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Dew Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, and I'm flying solo today. Uh, We had already actually recorded an episode of Kentucky Daily, but we can't release it yet. One, because we had a lot of information about Nolan Hickman in that episode and about Nolan Hickman being on Kentucky's roster next season. So obviously I've got to do some editing to that podcast. We did not want to put that podcast episode out there. With a lot of Hickman talk at Kentucky, we like to keep it professional with you guys. We don't want to waste your time. So I will be editing that podcast, cleaning it up a little bit, and then getting something out to you whenever the time comes for that uh, to go out. But Derek is not on here today because he is actually having a solid weekend with, with some buddies. Uh, Derek is actually getting married here in a couple of weeks, so this is his weekend away. And he is not near a laptop. Uh, not able to get on here and record, but I don't want to go the entire weekend without getting something out there to you all, especially when some news like this breaks. Uh, With Nolan Hickman decommitting from Kentucky, I kind of feel like that's pretty important for me to get on here and talk about, and this is going to be immediate reaction. I've not planned this. I've not talked to people. This is just me giving you my take. Uh, I know a lot of you, some of you message me and say, hey, make me feel better about this. I don't know how to make you feel better but I'm going to try to make sense of it. Obviously, Nolan is a is a guy that Jack Pilgrim and I, the, co-host, the co-host of Sources Say With Me, we are both going to the Iverson Classic next weekend in the Memphis area. Nolan Hickman is going to be there. We we were looking forward to getting there and covering Nolan, Bryce Hopkins, Damian Collins, Ty Ty Washington's in that event. Did not expect that I would be going to the Iverson Classic next weekend and Nolan Hickman no longer being a Kentucky signee. The fact that he asked out of his letter of intent, has backed out of his commitment to Kentucky, is the one of the most surprising things that I think that I've covered since I've been on the UK beat since 2017, especially on the last day of April. I mean, we're talking the final day of April, tomorrow the first day of May, and Kentucky does not have a solid, solidified point guard on its roster for next season. Devin Askew on his way to Texas. Nolan Hickman no longer committed. They don't have another commitment right now at the point guard spot. Their commitments are a forward in Bryce Hopkins and a forward in Damian Collins. Uh, No guards have said they're coming back. It's all forwards. They have Kellen Grady. That's not a point guard. Uh, Dante Allen, not a point guard. So what what does it all mean? Obviously, I, I think I look at it this way. Nolan Hickman was the only point guard on this roster for 2021-22 going into this morning. Why why else would you leave? Like, why would you leave Kentucky knowing that you're the clear-cut guy as it stands at point guard? 
We know that Kentucky is trying to add another point guard, but still, that, that to me, that, that's not enough to scare someone out of coming to Kentucky. So I look at it like this, and this is the only way that I look at it as a positive. John Calipari has to have a plan. I just don't see this happening. This does not happen at any point in the Calipari era. I mean, obviously, you've had uh, decommitments. You've had, you know, DJ Jeffries decommitted a few years ago and went to Memphis, and then you have this. But this late in the spring, April 30th, on a Friday afternoon after 3.30, kind of bizarre. And I look at it along the lines that Kentucky has a plan. Maybe this is a... I'm not going to beat Kentucky because I see what Kentucky's doing and I want to go elsewhere. Not saying that Kentucky has recruited over uh, Nolan Hickman, but maybe you look at a situation where Nolan Hickman looked at it and said, you know, maybe that's that's what I'm doing. Maybe I want to go play somewhere else. Maybe they are maybe they are going to the portal. Uh, what happens with Tata Washington? I know that a couple of weeks ago, Nolan Hickman was actively recruiting Tata Washington to come to Kentucky to play with him. So I don't think that Tata Washington's enough to scare off Nolan Hickman to another school. And Nolan Hickman is a talented point guard. Uh, it's disappointing because I thought that he would be a good fit. Uh, I was excited to see what he would do at Kentucky. So the, I'm not sitting here. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and say that this isn't a big loss. Obviously, when you're looking up on May 1st tomorrow and you don't have a point guard on your roster, it's a hell of a problem. So what does John Calipari and his staff do with it? This was a Tony Barbie guy. Tony Barbie was the guy that was uh, the primary recruiter for uh, Nolan Hitman to Kentucky, uh, a teammate of Paolo Bancaro's. That's how Kentucky got familiar with Nolan Hickman's game is when Tony Barbie and John Calipari were on the West Coast watching, and then they found Nolan Hickman in those, in those matchups. So Barbie now at the door, does it have something to do with that? Obviously, I don't know that as of 4 o'clock today. Like I said, I'm getting this to you without me talking to people. I'm giving you my immediate reaction to this. Because so many of you have been DMing me, emailing me, tell me what is going on. I have no idea. Like, this was not – like, Jack texted me and said, what is going on? We didn't know. We were preparing for other news today, not news about Nolan Hickman backing out of his commitment to Kentucky. So does this mean that Davion Mintz is coming back? I know some of you have asked me that. I don't have anything on that. But obviously, without any guards on the roster right now outside of Kellen Grady, and Dante Allen as of 4.33 on Friday, I mean, you, you kind of have to think that there's a solid chance there, right? And then we know now, I think you're at a, a spot where Kentucky pursues, you have, you have to pursue more than one point guard because if Mintz doesn't come back, then you need two on this roster. Is there names not in the portal yet that, that Kentucky might get in on? Is there a name or two in the NBA draft? I mean, obviously we've known Marcus Carr in the NBA draft and seems like he remains committed to the NBA draft and seeing that process out and then making a decision. Uh, Zegarowski from Creighton in the NBA draft. I know I saw on a draft board, he was around 59th or 60th the last time I looked. What happens with that situation? Uh, the rumors of Scotty Pippen Jr. You know, going to the transfer portal. I mean, I don't, I don't really know exactly what to say because there's not the Wheeler from Georgia is something developing there. Um, I just I'm going to approach this this way. When you're the only point guard on a roster at Kentucky, I don't think you leave because you're getting minutes. Like Nolan Hickman was going to walk in to a situation at Kentucky where he was going to have to play as a freshman and play a lot of minutes. He was the only point guard on the roster. If that's how it sta- if that's how it was going to stand and they were just going to add one more, 
I don't think that was enough to chase him out of Lexington and out of a commitment. That's why I'm wanting to to think that this is more of a Kentucky has other guys maybe that they feel good about, whether via the portal or if it's Tata Washington. And I think that that has a lot to do with this. And that's just me just giving a gut reaction to it because that's the only way I think this makes sense. This late in the process, a McDonald's All-American. But how many McDonald's All-Americans run away from or decide this late they don't want to be at Kentucky or they don't want to be at a place like Kentucky and they want to go play somewhere else? Uh, be interesting to see where Nolan Hickman lands. Somebody is going to be getting a very good point guard. And it's it's very bizarre that just as quietly as Nolan Hitman emerged as a commitment to Kentucky, I mean, it was on a Friday night, late buzz started happening. Nobody even knew who Nolan Hickman was inside the Kentucky fan base. And by noon the next morning, he was committed to Kentucky. As quick as he committed, he decommitted. That's how quietly this happened. There was no development of him decommitting from Kentucky like it today. Like none of us got any information on that. And and then it comes out. Uh, obviously, Jack Pilgrim confirmed it with his father that he had indeed commit, decommitted from Kentucky. So where, where does Kentucky go from here? Like I said, then I've been saying for days, I think the front court is just about secure. I feel really confident now in Keon Brooks returning to Kentucky. Just from recent conversations that I've had with some people uh, I would actually be shocked if Keon ended up anywhere else. The only way that I think Keon would go somewhere else is if Kentucky took a front court piece. And I just don't see that happening. Uh, we've not really, outside of Walker Kessler, there, there haven't been those front court names that Kentucky has really been linked to. And not really sure how much of that there was, honestly. So you're talking now a front court that includes Lance Ware. Obviously, Oscar Sheboy, transfer from West Virginia, Damian Collins, an incoming freshman, and then Bryce Hopkins, another incoming freshman. If Keon Brooks comes back, he's there, and then you throw in Jacob Toppin. So there's your front court. I think that that's pretty much it. I think that that could be all they have when you're talking four and five. And then obviously Keon and Toppin, some guys that can slide and play the three in a pinch if they need it. When it comes to backcourt now, it's Kellen Grady and Dante Allen. Nolan Hickman's not there. Uh, I mean, it's it's crazy to think. Devin Askew, Texas, Davion Mintz, we still don't have a decision when it comes to that. So there's a lot of available space in this backcourt. Uh, there's not those clear-cut names right now that are in the transfer portal that you can just identify. I mean, Adam Miller will be announcing this weekend. I know Travis Branham just put in a crystal ball for LSU. I have heard nothing on uh, on Miller to Kentucky. I've actually, I think all of us, have been hearing LSU. Now, could could we get surprised tomorrow? Absolutely. Who thought Kevin Knox was going to Kentucky that day four or five years ago? So anything can happen, but as it stands right now, I don't see that happening. But obviously C.J. Frederick, just from some people that I've talked to recently, uh, I've heard positive things about C.J. Frederick to Kentucky. I actually was honestly got word that that could have been breaking soon. I uh, put that out on Twitter late last night. It was after midnight. I talked to a source that said that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Frederick was nearing a decision and that Kentucky was right there still expected to be the front runner. But as quickly as things change, I, I just don't know what to make of this situation that's happening today. Like, uh, I know Jaden Hardy, the situation there has been super quiet. What happens with that? We've all assumed G League is is something going on behind the scenes. We know how quietly Kentucky's working right now when it comes to Kellen Grady. They send out a press release at 4.30 on a Monday. There was no leaking out that news. It was He was committed, signed, and delivered for Kentucky basketball. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcast. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. I'm wondering if the Frederick situation has kind of had the same path. How much has the news the last couple of weeks kind of just delayed everything? Uh, obviously, there is something going on. There is no way John Calipari is just sitting there uh, with his staff that right now, Bruiser Flint and Jay Lucas. Jay Lucas, obviously, Damian Collins was his guy. I don't see anything changing there. Bryce Hopkins, a guy that they like, I don't see anything changing there. This is interesting, though. You know, Tony Barbie's recruitment, Tony Barbie's uh, signee, out the door now, going elsewhere. A lot of answers, a lot of holes. I mean, I know you have a ton of questions. I expect we'll probably do a mailbag to begin the week, honestly, because we're going to have to talk a lot more about this in depth when Derek is on here. But as far as what it means, immediate picture, I, I don't really know what Kentucky has planned, but I do think John Calipari has a plan just because it just put yourself in the situation. You're a point guard and you're the only point guard on a roster. Why else would you leave? I mean, it's not like you wouldn't be playing with bad players. I mean, Kellen Grady's there. I mean, you got Oscar Shibway. You got talented pieces at Kentucky. You're a McDonald's All-American. Why else would you leave? Maybe it come down to it where you saw maybe Kentucky talked and like, look, here's what we're doing. And this might have been a, hey, look, I I want to request out of this. I want to go somewhere else. And they grant him a release uh, from his letter of intent. I think that may be how this went down. I just I don't see Nolan Hickman just looking at Kentucky's roster with just him being the only point guard, not knowing anything else, and up and deciding on April 30th that he wants to decommit from Kentucky. That's how I see that. I don't I don't see that being what happened today. Uh, so I just wanted to hop on here and just give some uh, immediate reaction to it. Sorry if I've rambled on for the last 13, 14 minutes. I was just as surprised as you were about the news that Kentucky lost its only point guard commitment. And now, Tata Washington, obviously, we still wait to see what happens with that. I mean, obviously, Kentucky's still involved there and in the mix. Let's say that that doesn't happen. Let's say that Tata Washington goes to Arizona or elsewhere. Then you're talking Kentucky entering a season 
for the first time in the John Calipari era without a freshman point guard on its roster because it would have to be from the portal. That's the only way because there's no other names unless they go a reclass. I don't see Kentucky going a reclass again. Not after the the Devin Askew experiment. I, I don't see them going that route, especially uh, coming off a nine and sixteen season. I think that Kentucky will try to secure a veteran guard. Is that Wheeler? Is it Marcus Carr? Is it a name that isn't in the portal? It's in the NBA draft that maybe here in a few weeks will say, "Look, hey, I, I kind of want to go sure up my position here, and I want to go back to college and play next year." Is Davion Mintz factoring into being a part of this roster? A lot of things have to be moving behind the scenes, in my opinion, for something like this to happen today on Friday afternoon on April 30th, this late into the spring. Because here's Nolan Hickman on April 30th that is now going to go through the recruiting process again and try to find a place to play. I don't see Nolan Hickman just making that decision this late unless something changed his mind or something influenced that out when it comes to Kentucky's roster for next season. Uh, we know how quiet John Calperry has been working this spring. With C.J. Frederick, there's no confirmed offers. There's, I mean, there's no confirmed offer that we know of for Adam Miller and all these other pieces. We really entirely do not know what John Calipari is doing right now. Uh, the staff changes, Joel Justice, Tony Barbie out the door, expected to be announced Orlando Antigua, Chin Coleman to Kentucky. I'm wanting to think that we should have those two announced within the next few days, honestly. Probably by the end of next week, we should have a clear picture on what Kentucky staff looks like. Uh, so... That was, that's just my reaction to this. Uh, DM me, tweet at me, tell me yours. I'm not going to tell you to – I don't want to sit here and tell you to not panic because obviously when you don't have a point guard on the roster, you, you kind of want to panic. But it's just such a bizarre situation that I also want to tell you don't don't get too bent out of shape yet. I want to wait and see what caused this. Was there something that led to this from Kentucky's end? Or was this just Nolan Hickman looked up and maybe like – is there a friend playing elsewhere is maybe still re actively recruiting him. I, I just don't see that being the case. I don't think you commit sign, stay locked in this long, go through the bad season at Kentucky, go this far into April, pretty much May, and then make this decision. I, I think that honestly, something influenced it. We'll find out what influenced it. And I, I promise you, I have a feeling that this piece, this puzzle that has a thousand pieces scattered out all over this table at some point, you're going to be able to look and you're going to be able to see a clear-cut picture of exactly what Kentucky's doing. Now, will that roster resemble a Final Four contender? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. There was no guarantee if Nolan Hickman had been their guy that that would have been a Final Four contender. We don't know. We'll never know now. But all I know is that John Calipari, there's no way that he's just sitting there without a plan of action with this. There is something going on. Something's developing in Lexington. I, I just don't see it. You have way too much experience, way too much expertise when it comes to recruiting and constructing rosters for this to not have some kind of backup plan that is all pretty much, in my opinion, might be in place that we just don't even know about yet. So just hold off on hitting the panic button. If you want to hit it, you're entirely open to doing that because, like I said, Kentucky doesn't have a point guard on the roster on April 30th going into May 1st. Not one. And then if they don't get Ty Ty Washington, is this a two-person class and Bryce Hopkins and Damian Collins? Because that would even be more bizarre. Uh, how many veterans and experienced pieces will Kentucky have on this roster? It's starting to look like 80% of it or more will be experienced. Uh, so definitely things are changing in Lexington. It's interesting. I'm intrigued to see what happens from this. 
And whatever does happen this weekend, uh, it'll just be me. I'll hop on here. I'll get on here and I'll chat. Hopefully you stick with me for the entire episode and you listen. Hopefully you don't get tired of my voice too much. But I, I wanted to make sure that I got something out there to you. It was it was too big of news to just sit and not get something to you. So I want to make sure I got something out there. And hopefully uh, maybe maybe if you listen to this, if you were panicking, maybe you panic less. Who knows? You might panic more. But I think that there's a plan in place. I think John Calipari and his staff, they know what they know what they're doing. And I'm going to give it – I'm going to give it the next 7 to 10 days, 7 to 14 days, and I want to see what Kentucky's roster looks like then. If we get into mid-May and there are no names going in the, in the transfer portal withdrawing from the draft, Ty Ty Washington goes elsewhere, I'll start to panic. But right now, I'm not going to panic yet because it, it seems that there, there's going to be something that comes from this, surely. Uh, but – uh, I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Obviously, if something develops over the weekend with the coaching staff or with uh, anything with the roster, I will be sure to hop on here. Have a fantastic weekend. This has been another episode of Kentucky Daily. I'll catch you next time. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.